Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. This is an entirely new one on me. An entirely new one on me. Baby nups. What is a baby nup? No, it's not a little nup. It's what is a baby nup? Helen O'Callaghan has been writing about baby nups in the Examiner this week. Um, what are they? Why are they so popular? I think they're a deal that you do and an agreement that you make with your partner before the baby even arrives as to how there will be the division of labour in the house. And the division of minding of the child. I can't imagine you could make an agreement like that at all. Don't think it'd work. Beth Ann O'Reardon is a psychotherapist uh, supporting families and also part of the Mind, uh, the Mum's Mind podcast. Beth Ann, what on earth is a baby nup? How could anyone think that you would write up an agreement as to what to do with the baby before the baby's even here? Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. And yeah, it's so. So when Helen got in touch with me and asked me to comment on it, I said, I've never heard of this in my life. But so the pieces that she sent me through were that in in this piece she sent me anyway was in America, you can get a legally binding agreement, a legally binding contract between two parents before a child comes along to to divvy out the responsibilities and duties of who's going to do what. The world has lost what few marbles it had left when I hear you saying that. I know. <laughs> so at first I thought the same thing and then I tried to think, okay, Beth, and what, what, hmm. And, and I think, I mean, anything that encourages a discussion is helpful. I just don't know why it needs to be a legal documentation. Yeah. You know, I mean, a partner's going to sue each other. Will people end up in prison? Will there be fines? You know, it totally removes it from a relationship. Mm. I remember when my two came along. We had twins. And, oh. and all I knew about a child at that stage, Bethan, was, and even then I wasn't too well informed, one end made noise, the other end made a mess. And then I realised, hang on, it's not always as clear-cut as that even. But we got through it. Yeah. And, and, and in fairness, my, my wife was far better at that side of things than I was. But I did what I needed to do and... You, you, you muddled through and you got there. Have we forgotten about muddling through and getting there? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it comes down to trying to control things. And the reality is, is that we can't control the real world. 
you know, so like I've been at this parenting gig a while now. My oldest kid is 12 and a half. And I was chatting about this and my husband and he said, but even to this day, we're kind of, you know, my kids go back to school tomorrow. It'll be a bit of a muddling through until we get in our flow. And that's okay. That's life. I think when we try to be really regimented about things, we've gone off to a different zone altogether and we're trying to control relationships. And you just can't do that. We all need to live in what's really messy. And I'd suggest, Bethan, again from my own experience, it's the muddling through and often, you know, sitting down in the kitchen or sitting down in front of the telly at 11 o'clock at night, absolutely flattened. It's that muddling yeah. through that, that makes makes a better partnership. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, like people just need to say what's going on for them, try and create a better plan, a better solution the next day. But I mean, it's never going to look ideal. You know, it's always going to look a bit higgledy-piggledy, a bit up and down, a bit in between. And that's okay. That's okay. That's life. I mean, I do think one bit that I thought was maybe helpful about it was that generally I work with mums and sometimes they can carry more of the emotional load than the dads do. So Mm -hmm. I thought, well, maybe this is an opportunity to talk about that more and say, well, I want you to check if the kids need new shoes. You make the dentist appointment. This is just some of the stuff people have said. But I don't know if you need to go to a solicitor for that. Maybe I thought you could save the money and go on a really nice family holiday (laughs) instead where the parents don't have to cook (laughs) or there's a camp for the kids so you can get a break. You know, use the money more wisely, perhaps, was my idea. Yeah. One thing, for example, you're right, with regard to particularly in very young kids, like I would have not realized that the, the 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 socks were had holes in them or I mightn't have realized that new shoes were required. But by God, I could run up 20 bottles at that rather red and nuts and have them ready for the following day. You do what you're good at. Yes. You do what well, you're good at. Well, do you know, Peter... Yes, you make a great point. See, and I know generally maybe we're talking about heterosexual relationships here, but, you know, men are very good at doing things. You know, we're very different. There's a book, Men Are From Mars, When Women Are From Venus. I read it. It's, it's I totally read it. right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's great. You know, like men, men are very good. If you could if you could give a dad a list of things to do, it's like, great. And women are generally better at the seeing, at the picking up on things. And, and I know this is very stereotypical, true, but there's a great book called Why Gender Matters that explains all this. And even down to the fact that a DNA of a woman's in women's eyes is different for men. And women are pre-programmed to be able to pick up on detail better. And like the evolutionary psychologist would say it's because, well, I have to read the face of a baby when I'm sitting up at night looking at this child or in the day I have to figure out what it needs so women's DNA in their eyes is even different you know so again stick to what you're good at (laughs) you know like that my husband was great at at the doing jobs you know really really good so I wouldn't have to think about the doing bits but luckily I didn't have to have a legal agreement to encourage him to do those things the other thing and I know that this used to drive still does drive the queen bee around the twist right I used to say is there anything I can do (laughs) and that used to get me a look that would rust the garden gate. And I'm saying, just direct me and I will do it. I think, Beth, and maybe you're right, and particularly with moms and dads of young children, moms have like a sixth 
sense. For God's sake, it grew inside you. You have a sixth sense. We dads, we'll do, like you said, we're good at doing. We'll do what's put in front of us to do. Don't expect us to smell that nappy. We might. We might. (laughs) You know, like you come, mommy comes home from out for a walk. She can smell crap coming up the drive. You're sitting there blissfully yeah. watching the news and you haven't picked it up at all. Yeah. That's how we Yeah. Are. Yeah, and I think there's a lot to be said for trying. I know it's really hard, but trying to just appreciate where people's skills are and where they're at. You know, my husband can do great stuff that I can't do and vice versa as well. No, I'm but, getting uh, it. I'm <laughs> getting it here on the screen, Beth Ann, from my work wife. Well, I can imagine, right? <laughs> this is rubbish. You just choose to ignore it. But no, we're made differently. Yeah, I mean, so so there's a great book on this called Why Gender Matters, and it shows that, and I, I don't have the statistics for women, but that men are 99.4% of their DNA is correlated to chimpanzees, right? And there was this great study of these, um, I know, I know, but there's this, and there's this great study done by four different psychologists and therapists where they studied chimpanzees and their behavior for four years, and it showed how the girls and the baby girls stayed closer to the mom were more interested in learning things while the male chimpanzees went off and did things. So what we're talking about is the DNA inside of us mm-hmm. that drives us to, to be this primitive primal and then we have the thinking brain on top so it is complicated, it is mm. you know, there, there, there is a lot going on. There's the in- invisible work as well, which to be fair, and again, look, having raised a couple of kids of my own, I, I know the stuff that was invisible, like the, the school emails, new shoes, new school books, buying school bags pay for the books, pay for school tours, sort out school buses. So much of stuff that's associated with kids and school, it it falls to mom's to, to, to mom's lap because dad is gone off for many most of the time anyway. And I remember when my kids were small, I was often gone out of the house in the morning at half past five. Yeah. You know, so yeah, there was so much the, being and, done and, that and, I didn't see. Yeah, but now mom, a lot of mums work full time as well. True, you know. So there's the full time work of the invisible work, the full time work of the mom of the dad, and it needs a conversation. Like I had to hand over all the WhatsApp groups last year because I kept getting all the times and days wrong for the kids' training. Mm-hmm. They said, "Mom, you're useless at this." I said, "Great, give it to your dad then. Super, you know." And 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 so there is. There is a lot of hidden stuff, but again, use your skills. Do do what you're good at and try to pass on the rest. Yeah, and I, I think people recognise as well in, in a mature relationship, you recognise what your partner is good at and, yeah. and, and you recognise what you're better at. And once you're yeah. okay with there's an old saying, um, with acceptance comes peace. And, and realising that, you know, Tom is never going to pick up the socks. Never. But Tom will always know what's to be done for a practical thing like schools and stuff. You have to accept that. You can't put that stuff into a contract. 
Yeah, and I think, you know, the family is the training ground for life. So children are learning from their parents, whether you're parenting in a relationship or you're parenting apart. You know, the family is the training ground for life. So how you sort out your problems, how you tolerate other people is how your children learn to tolerate and accept other people as well. And I think one of the best things we can teach them is, look, nobody's perfect, but we can all model through together. And if we can teach that as parents, then we're doing a damn fine job by our kids by demonstrating that to them. There's a great point you just made there. In terms of kids learn what they see. So if seven, eight, nine-year-olds, for example, or 10-year-olds notice mom or dad reaching for a contract or a file every time there's a disagreement and it's open in the kitchen, they're going to grow up in a very strange world where Nothing will be agreed. It'll all have been written down. I, I, I just think it's the most bonkers notion I've ever heard. <laughs> I mean, just when you were saying then, I was imagining like in a playground, you know, if there's a disagreement, they'd sort it out. Imagine if they whipped out this page that was like, well, actually, you agreed to this when we were playing dodgeball or whatever it is they're playing. I mean, it's just not reality. The reality is, is that we can't manage behavior through a contract. We try to. We try to with rules and regulations and organization, and they're nice to have. Sometimes they're aspirational, but it, it's really how we relate to each other is the thing that's going to keep us keep us through going through life and you know the skills of patience compromising they're the ones we want to teach our children because that's what will stand them for life yeah the opening line there of of helen's piece that you contributed to you're in charge of night feeds he launders baby grows and caught sheets you're on nappy duty he cooks the meals it's all set in stone it's a contract. I'm looking at the first line and thinking, do you know what? That's a lovely division. And when it works out, it's great. Put that down on paper. In my mind, that's a recipe for it to fail. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, I'm a mom of three and I know there were some days I could commit to stuff and there were some days I couldn't commit to stuff. Mm. You know, it depended on the night I had, depended on how I was feeling, depended how my recovery from birth was going. My husband had to go back to work. Maybe he had to stay late. You know, there was so much. I mean, it does sound lovely and aspirational, doesn't it? Everyone knows what they're doing. Yeah, Maybe not reality, though. You'd have to wonder, Bethann, wouldn't you, what Judge Judy would make of this a hundred percent and and then like are we not just so far removed from you know we have like a mental health crisis in the country at the minute you know children are really struggling and then things like this come in and we think well what what are we actually teaching them about the world you know i i love i'd love to i i've, I've asked a friend who speaks irish this question in in english there's only one word for the expression to know something and in german and spanish there's two words in german it's called ken kentness which is called to know by experience or insight and the other word to know is weissenschaft which is when you know something um like i know how to read a map and we all need to work on the other part of our knowing we need to know something by experience and insight by doing it because that's what makes us happy and that's what makes us be able to feel like we're someone in the world and that you don't get that through a contract well no with 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 irish i'm thinking as you tell me there you have in irish you have toisigum which means i know and tigum which means i know and understand they're two Ah, different things okay so to Isagum, I means I know, I know that the baby's nappy needs change. You know, Tigum means I understand exactly what you want. 
Yeah. So there's oh, two words. Oh, fabulous. Thank you. We probably have more. We probably have <laughs> more, but they're what pop into my head off the top of my head. Listen, Beth, and a pleasure talking to you. Thank you very much. Okay. Good, to, good to speak you. with you. We'll chat again. That's um, Beth Ann O'Riordan, psychotherapist involved in the Mumbind Project, and she is a psychotherapist who supports families. I, I, this is the craziest Kardashianization of the world I have ever heard. Baby nubs. Good piece, though, by Helen, in fairness, in the examiner. But it just sounds like a recipe for total chaos. Quartz 96 FM. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.